0: what's up everybody welcome to the Mongols podcast sponsored by roughneck scarves i'm mike with me is kevin josh the hounds lost their first game of the season two nothing and we'll be sharing our takeaways while also looking ahead to this weekend's matchup against swill park let's go can you
1: believe that guys no, I mean, that, that is no, one no, of the craziest no. sequence of events we've seen in quite a period of time in the top right corner gentlemen out to the middle back
0: Before you yell at me on Twitter, yes, I know, it's not a new intro. I said there was gonna be a new intro, but you know what? We'll get a new intro when the Hounds get their first point. So there it is. Ooh. Yeah, saucy. <laughs> this is gonna be a saucy episode. How much of that was planned and how much of that was? <laughs> I need to find an excuse. Look, for... okay. Look, hold on. Just to be fair, like Doesn't I've prove anything. I've been going back through interviews and basically listening to interviews that we've done all off season from start to finish and just clipping out audio clips. That's a lot of shows listened to. Like we've been busy this off season you've so, been busy no, this is all you. I, yeah. I'm just no I mean in terms of like the number of shows and stuff that we've done we've been busy yeah. this offseason so no don't worry we're working on something hopefully it will live up to everybody's expectations after going so long without a new intro but uh, yeah hopefully this weekend we shall see we shall see um, guys I, you know First of all, we made bold predictions last week. Mine's already dead in the water. I said the hounds would go through June without losing a game, and we made it one game. Um, <laughs> the question that I asked you coming into this was, are we allowed to be angry? Like, can we be angry? And, like, yeah, right? Like, Yeah, we, yeah. we emphatically said yes to you. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Well... I apologize in advance if this gets <laughs> really angry. Before we even get into the game, I feel like we need to introduce a new segment just called The Soapbox, where anybody who has anything that they want to say can just come on and say it and just put it out there and it's done. Um, Seems dangerous, but okay. It is dangerous. <laughs> um, and I feel like we need like an audio clip. Of, I don't know what a soapbox audio clip would be to like intro the segment, but yeah. Two things real quick, and you guys are welcome to get on the soapbox with me as well. There's a lot of room up here, so I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> I'm going to take my moment and then you guys can jump in. One, I was over my in-laws this weekend, and they always have the Post-Gazette and the Tribune Review. Um, I opened up the sports section on the Post-Gazette. This was Sunday, so the day after the game, and I'm thinking, like, maybe there'll be something about the Hounds loss. I don't really want to read about it, but maybe there'll be something there. No, it was like 10 pages. Uh, one of the articles was about how the Steelers window of opportunity is closing and they will never win a championship for the next however many years. And it's like the Steelers haven't been playing for how many months? Why are we writing about the Steelers? There was a two page spread about college basketball teams that aren't Pitt, West Virginia, Robert Morris, none of which are going in C And I was like, okay, you know, let's just keep looking. There is an MLS section that has the standings for MLS. No mention of the Hounds at all. The only mention of the Hounds at all in the Post-Gazette was in the upcoming schedule announcing that they were playing Swope Park next weekend. No reference to the game at all. And I'm just like, after last year, after the fact that the Post and the Trib were both writing articles about the Hounds to have zero mention about the team. And instead we're wasting our breath talking about the Steelers and just pontificating about what they could potentially be. Who cares? Like, let's talk about a sport that's actually being played right now. This was the team's season opener. And all they get was literally a half inch line item on one page saying that there's a hounds game coming up next
1: weekend. Like what the heck? It just, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean like I I'm more upset by the fact that there was a section for MLS, yes! a, a league that's not even in the city than anything else. Like I okay, Steelers, they're always going to have a Steelers article. They're always going right. to have a Pirates article. Like even when it's off season, it's going to be in there. But at least that's a team in the city. Like to have an MLS section and nothing about the Hounds game, that seems almost like throwing salt in a wound that seems intentional that (laughs) was you know what i mean like uh, they're like oh yeah there is soccer but we're not going to talk about the the league that is here uh the team that is here we're just going to talk about mls Uh, yeah no
0: that was the part that set me off i was like okay like if we're going to play the homer game and it's just going to be pirates and penguins and Steelers, like i get it like you're going to be blind to everything else keep being blind you know the the older community that just reads the paper on Sundays no offense to anybody i didn't mean that but like you called you old I did, but like not many people get a physical paper anymore and there's a reason for it you're not keeping up with what people are actually into these days so like get with it post gazette i was just i didn't even pick up the trip at that point i was just like i'm done so i mean especially since there there's been so much coverage yeah. like in the preseason like you know
2: we've seen on twitter all the you know, all the hype Yeah. Around you know, with local news sources. Yeah, that that, that does seem unusual.
0: You want to know why people aren't buying physical papers? It's because your crap stinks. Okay, anyway.
1: <laughs> all right. Ted? I mean, it sounds like some people should complain to them. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like, you know, maybe some emails need to be written. Maybe some calls. Nah, I don't know if they have phones.
0: <laughs>
2: this is true. <laughs> this Get is tr- your stamps out. Yeah. <laughs> Find your <laughs>
1: Ask your parents how to how to write a letter. Should, I almost I almost
0: feel like this is one of those moments where like I should write a form letter and just be like, Hey, all Riverhounds fans, here it is. Just copy and paste the email and send it off and we just see what happens.
2: This is getting very John Oliver right now. This is
0: great. <laughs> I have a button that I push that it pushes another button. <laughs> I
1: don't think our outreach is that no, big, but okay. No, okay we, we can pretend. I mean, we could at
2: least get like our parents to write it, right? Yeah, I mean like <laughs> we can letters, give the form to our parents and they'll
0: at okay. least send it Okay, All right, we're doing this. This is an action item. <laughs> I will I am gonna post action item. I'm gonna post a letter at Mongols.com. We will share it on social media, and it will basically just have the contents you you literally need to copy and paste it. We will put the email address that you need to email it to, and we are gonna Blast the Post Gazette and just
1: say what the heck are you doing? Get it together. Yeah. Um. I would also say like if you creativity points matter, so if you write your own yeah. like message to them and send it, uh, maybe take a picture of it and uh, share it with us on Twitter. And uh, next time you're at the game, see me, you'll get a sticker. Yeah. A Mongol sticker. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. We'll hook you up <laughs> for sure. Should we
2: get a clever hashtag going for this too?
1: Yeah. What should
0: the hashtag be? I don't know. Oh, come on, Kev. You're the young Sorry. one here. I'm, I'm, we're going to workshop it.
1: We'll, we'll think about it. You're the young one here. <laughs> the young ones are only a lot of hashtags. We'll it's so hard. It. <laughs> we're going to A-B test some
0: hashtags. Yeah. Right back to you. Yeah. Uh, so that was, my, that, that was my first soapbox thing. I was just after the game. I wasn't in a good place. And first, Yeah, actually, we have a second one coming up. Actually, Jeez, I take that back. Right. I take that back. I was in an okay place when I saw that, and that sort of set me off. Um the second thing is not so much of a, of a huge thing, but Josh, I think you pointed this out when they first released the kits with the logo inside the logo inside the logo. You can't see what the heck these guys are wearing on TV. Like, it just looks no. like a jumbled mess of nothingness. And, like, I applaud the effort, but, like, scrap it, go back to the. Honestly, I feel no. like they should take the logo out of the logo out of the logo and just do the shield with the paw and the soccer ball on it. Like, that would be so much more
1: distinct. I agree with you, but it's too late. Like you yeah. can't say like, okay, make a new logo. It's like no, it's too late. There's nothing that. to like, make. There's one right there. I will, will, look. You you have to like un like how do you like can you just like un or take those off of the current yeah. kits and like put the new one on? You have to like, buy a whole new kits? Think from a marketing standpoint, process. Here.
0: You could sell a whole other set of jerseys. You already got <laughs> one set that has the logo and the logo and the logo. <laughs> Mike,
2: are you proposing a second draft email that everyone emails (laughs) to? No, no, no. I'm kidding.
0: I like the hounds, so this was like a PSA. (laughs) This is not like a let's let's
1: flood their email. No. And I know those people no. personally, so they'd call me and complain. So, <laughs> in per- Even in person, the, the new kits, it's it's really busy. It's hard to see what, like, the, the actual original crest inside of all that is so small that it's hard to even make out in person. So, yeah, on TV, it, it's impossible. It just looks like black and yellow, and that's it. Like I said, totally applaud the effort. I like the idea of doing something
0: unique. It's just like when you're trying to make it out, it literally is just, a crazy outline with a jumbled mess of stuff in there and you can't see what's going on
1: blown up it looks really cool like having it bigger like as a bumper sticker like we they have like those bumper uh magnets like those look really nice actually uh but yeah just in the kids how small that crest is it's it's too small the novelty of
2: it's nice too i mean i think the idea you know if if you were to get a jersey with that crest on it you know and just as we did last week you know we're looking back to the founding days of the club you know if we look back in 10 years be like oh yeah i got that jersey with the with the like one season osie one season only you know special crest yeah, i think mm-hmm. it could be cool in the future
0: yeah agreed agreed 100 percent
1: um before we dive into the game josh watch party that was a lot of fun man yeah it was you came out with the whole family and uh you guys had a blast it looked like mm-hmm. uh got the couch seed and we got some uh, anchor hoagies uh it Turns out that I don't know if you knew this that that place, Anchor, the place where we got hoagies, yeah, they literally opened up on Monday. Oh, really? Uh, so Yeah, th- this was like their grand opening week, and then suddenly we, you know, come rolling in with 50 people ordering hoagies <laughs> on a win or I mean, on a Saturday night. Uh, it was a uh, pretty funny they got s- slammed, and one of the guys who was there to watch at the watch party, he actually worked there, yeah, and he was like, Oh, I have to go back and help. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's actually, uh, yeah, I, I believe he was, yeah, he was on the the full 90 so if you go back and listen to the full 90 he was the guy from newcastle uh (laughs) he works at anchor and he was like yeah i'm gonna go back there and help them and so (laughs) he missed half the game because he had to make subs for us so it was funny. Highly appreciated. It was funny.
0: Cause when I walked
1: in, there was this mix of
0: like, I could tell people like, uh Oh, like where are the kids? And then there were people like, wait, where are the kids? And so like, then I went, cause <laughs> when I got there, all of the spots were taken. So I like, we parked in front of like the access garage door. So I left everybody in the car and went and asked the bartender if it was okay to park her. And he was like, Oh yeah, sure. So then I came back in with the kids and people were like, Oh crap. you brought kids.
1: And so <laughs> I don't think we parked
0: on the couch. Crap. Everyone was amazingly nice. Uh, the kids had a blast. We, uh, Maria took a great picture of all of us sort of squatted down on the couch, eating this 24 inch hoagie, um, which was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so thanks to full pint for full pint for hosting. Um, yeah I, it sounds like that may not be the
1: last watch party there so uh no we have a bigger one planned uh later down the season like we're we're talking like uh food trucks and like it's gonna be warmer so we can open up the garage doors and have it kind of like flow in and out and it'll be a lot more of an event uh this one's kind of like a hey st patty's day can't really go downtown or everything's kind of crowded so let's just go out the north for sales and uh you know, have something there out of the way, and it 50 people, yeah. like over 50 people. So it, it it was a great turnout, and it, yeah, it, it. I'm always surprised lately about you know the the fans that are coming out now, and how many more there are, and how it keeps on growing. Uh, more memberships sold for the Steel Army right now than we've ever had at the beginning of the season, and like it's just growing and growing. So the momentum's there. Just hopefully uh, the team skill can uh, also be there. Speaking of, uh,
0: and there's that transition <laughs> we were looking for. So, yeah, the Hounds lost, you know this already. The Hounds lost 2 nothing to Tampa on the road. Um, guys, let's just, like, get right into takeaways. We got some fan thoughts. We could talk about the lineup, whatever we want to talk about. Kev, what do you want to talk about?
2: I want to say that even though last week I did predict a win, um, I want to go back to, what, a couple weeks ago, what when I said first five games, what do you guys think? And you know, I I just want to remind ourselves. To me, I know I know you guys had a different opinion, but to me, this is a this is a tough run. Um, I mean, Tampa. You know, okay, fine. They, they they I mean, they didn't look great last week when they got their win, but they got their win. Um, as we'll get into in a bit, they are a a blue collar, hardworking team. Um, that's going to match anyone in the league with effort. And, you know, going away on the road with that kind of team, a team that has some level of confidence after getting their first win, it wasn't going to be easy. I think that's the baseline thing that we can all accept. This wasn't going to be an easy game, and it turned out not to be an easy game. Now, I think we kind of shot ourselves in the foot with how we played, but I think simultaneously, you know, with the stretch of games that we have I think we're allowed a loss especially when you look at I mean we'll see how the table shakes out Um, I mean I know St. Louis has played well with some upsets in their first two games but if you look at the other teams that at the beginning of the season that we looked at as our kind of potential rivals with Indy Nashville and Louisville all of them have played two and lost one so I mean in, in theory if we play our game in hand and win we're neck and neck with all the other teams that we perceive to be our direct competition only two games. in, so, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, I don't know, I'm already kind of thinking about that. Um, this isn't like the the biggest deal in the world as far as like points. It's, it's the first game, it's early on, all that kind of stuff. Um, it hurts, but I, I think, you know, like w- we, we can be okay with this. Now we, we can dissect the the play and, and have some issues with it, but you know, as far as the result and all that kind of stuff, we can be okay with this. Before I go on my rant, Josh,
1: give us a takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the episode where Mike rants, <laughs> if we had episode titles. Uh, so, I will say that I just got done watching the game a second time. Uh, well, most of the game. I, I wasn't able to watch the whole, the whole 90. Uh, but I don't think it was good obviously like we we lost and it was a stupid loss i feel like because a lot of the the first goal especially was just not a great goal that we should have been given up and then it felt like near the end we just gave up um especially more but anyway uh (laughs) but besides all that i i I do think that it, it wasn't like this was a complete meltdown by the hounds there was a lot of good to be seen there especially at the beginning of the game the first like 30 minutes or so it looked like we were on equal footing or better footing than tampa it's just there was no no meaningful attack is what it felt like there was just no meaningful possession in the last third and it it just we need to have that figured out because that's gonna kill us and when that happens and then we do let up a goal, we have to be resilient. We have to bounce back. And that's something that I feel like we're lacking. And we have lacked that in the past and we gotten over it last season. Uh, it was disheartening to see it come back this season. I don't know if it's just a new clientele we have, have to get them back on board with this, or you know, some older players falling into you know bad habits from seasons past. But yeah, seeing us not bounce back and not keep resilient after letting a goal was the the worst thing about the game i think
0: yeah i think uh, i'm sort of of the mindset that you know the points lost are the points lost i think going into this josh i made the comment you know i felt the worst case scenario was the hounds were going to come out of this with a draw i thought we were going to bunker and just try to get the one point play that defensive game points are points um, and so I was thinking that was worst case scenario. And you came back and you were like, no, worst case scenario is we lose. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we were there at the game. And when Tampa scored, you know, whatever it was, 25th minute, um, I think I turned to you, Josh, and I was like, this could be a good thing. Like, because now the Hounds can't bunker, like they have to open up and actually play offense. And that just simply wasn't the case. It just felt like we didn't know how to play offense. And I think that my my biggest concern um because I think that again, it's one game and everyone's going to say it's one game and I totally agree. It's one game. We could show up next week and be a completely different team and we could, you know, go on a run of five straight wins and nobody's going to care about this game at all. My bigger concern is what looked like Kevin you mentioned you mentioned effort it was clear to me that Tampa wanted this game more. And to start the season and not look like you want it as much, if not more than the other team, that's what drives me nuts. And it's the number of times that I counted where we weren't we weren't sticking balls. We were lunging at balls. Or we were sliding on the ground to try to take out balls. Or we clearly just kicked the ball out of bounds i mean from the defense to towards the end of the game morton every ball morton touched he was kicking it out of bounds you could tell the defense was getting upset about it mentally we weren't in sync the number of times we just played long balls over the top valeski was on an island by himself he couldn't do anything and it was just because we there was there was no i don't want to say there was no system it was just there was no cohesion. And when you have an entire preseason, that's what you're trying to do in the preseason. And I know that Lily likes to double up and, and sort of get the guys work, but also try to, to test out new people. And I get all that and that's fine. But we've talked ad nauseum about, you know, playing college teams, Division two college teams, playing TFC two, And like, it, it just felt like they just weren't ready for Tampa. They just weren't ready for the competition level in Tampa. And it just... To me, that's – you could say, oh, it's their first game. It's first game jitters. No. Like, stuff like that is inexcusable. If you get beat on the field, you get beat on the field. But to me, this was purely an effort situation. And that's just where I get upset. Um, if if I felt like Tampa was just a better team, fine. We got beat by a better team on the day, and, you know, maybe we'll get them next time. But this just felt like we looked slower. We weren't in the right positioning. We couldn't connect more than a few passes until the end of the game. Too many guys trying to flick balls around Tampa players and it just wasn't happening. And it just, we just weren't ready. And that's that's what drove me nuts. So that's where I am. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I can just keep keep talking about specific points in the game. I mean, yeah, I mean, the keepers, I think, poor for a lot of things. I mean, you, you talked about, him kicking the ball out but I mean like in Tampa's first goal I mean one of the biggest if you come to claim you know a corner like you need to get there and and if even if you don't you need to make sure your punch is to the sides of the box it can't be back to the top of the top of the box and just gifted to one of their players that just kind of slots it in I mean so so he's not great with that and the second one now I don't want to put this all on him because Tampa's player goes around James and Dabo way too easily. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look back at that, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, he's it, like the Tampa player's not even doing any kind of fancy footwork. He, he just chops the ball back and goes past James like he isn't even there. Dabo comes in and he's yeah flailing for it. Um, but and then and then yeah and then you know Morton is like it looks like he's trying to dive. Dive for the ball with like ten pound shoes on. It's just it's everything is just really yeah. slow and
0: labored, and not even just Morton. I mean, that was Dover's man. That Dover just let him run free, and he just stepped into it and had a clean shot. And it was just like there was just a lot of standing around. And it's like, what are you, what doing? you guys? Doing? I mean, to be fair, at that point, I think it's like you're like shocked that he's gotten
2: by those two players. I'm <laughs> um, I mean, sure it's not an excuse. You need to you need to follow your man and mark your man. But I mean, I think also in his, in his position, I don't know what you know what Lily's telling him. You could be thinking, all right, I need to be in position for when we transition here to get the ball up quick and all that kind of stuff. You're one nil down. It's late. Blah blah blah. So I, I can I can excuse him a little bit for wanting to cheat.
1: Um, but yeah, it was it was just bad all around. Yeah, I mean the the lineup here. Uh, we haven't really talked about the starting lineup. It felt weird from the get go. I mean, having what, what before you? Sorry, Josh. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, was it the same lineup as the last preseason game? I know we talked about it pre- briefly. I don't believe so, no. no. Okay. I mean, I don't remember Kevin Kerr being on, was it, the right-hand side? Like, I he, he wasn't in the middle like he normally is. So I was like, okay. I mean, if you don't have Kevin in the middle, I don't know if that works. But then, like, halfway through the uh, first half, I've noticing him kind of floating back to the middle, and then sometimes all the way to the left-hand side. I was like, what position is he right now? Like, I couldn't, like, figure that out just watching it. And then having... <sighs> Veleski and DeSantos and, and Forbes, I don't know. It was just a weird lineup there. Uh, I did not feel like it was a normal lineup for these guys. Because I know DeSantos, from what I understand in previous games, like for uh, Ottawa and whatnot, he's usually in the middle. He's usually the forward. Uh, so having him on the left-hand side, I was like, okay, that's also a weird position for him. And then after, I think it was after uh, the first sub, he, he then went back into the middle, or went to the middle, I should say, uh, up top, and he kind of went back to a regular position that he's used to playing. so And he carved yeah. out a pretty good chance for himself, like, late on, when he kind of yeah. took on that player,
2: cut it back, and that was one of our better chances.
1: Yes, yeah, so I, I don't know if that is uh, something that I, I would imagine this has to be a lineup that they're practicing, uh, so it sh- shouldn't be completely... You know new to them but it did feel like it was very much of a uh people not in their regular positions and trying to figure out what to do in those positions and maybe not being fully equipped to be in those positions
0: and i th- um, I, I think yeah. that's one of the other things that was frustrating is that last season this sort of thing would happen and we would say okay you know it's lily he's trying to get his system in place these guys are trying to learn how to play this system and all of that this year we bring back all these players and then we sign all of these former Rochester players. And the idea is that these guys are going to know the system. They can just step right in. It's going to be like bing, bang, boom, and it's just going to work. And that clearly was not the case here. And so
1: I just don't, yeah. I don't know. I will say that now I know um, at the watch party, you said like when we got scored on, uh, when the Hounds went down one, you were like, hey, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe it'll make them play more forward. And actually, rewatching this game, we were playing forward from the get go. Like, I felt like actually this was a pretty high line and a pretty dangerous uh, way to play, especially away first game. Like, it felt like we were really going after it and trying to get that first goal. Now, I'm not saying that's why we got scored against. Like, I don't know. I I feel like that goal, especially since it was on set piece, you can't really blame being attack minded for that goal. Uh, But yeah, I do think like it felt like. At least the way the the lineup was, and the way that they were playing a high line, that we wanted that goal first, uh, even though we looked toothless in the last third. Like it was just kind of pathetic. Which I mean,
2: and and also I mean, Josh, going back to the corner that yeah that you rightfully bring up. I mean, this this shouldn't be something. I mean, obviously it's. It's it's going to be rare to go an entire season not conceding a goal on a corner. But, I mean, if you look at our height in our team, I mean, this isn't something that should be happening a lot. I mean, with the likes of Greenspan, Adewale, Dos Santos was on the field. We have some big bodies uh, to, to kind of guard against set pieces and corners. So, you know, it's – who knows what they work on. Um, and, and, like I said, I mean, a lot of this
1: is – the keeper just needs to get it, but um. <laughs> yeah, that that for, I mean that I feel like that goal, at least the first one, is it's mostly on Morin. I mean, he didn't punch it out, he didn't get it away from danger. He and he did call for it when it came into the box, so th- that's what it is. I mean, it sucks, and I'm, I'm less I'm less upset by the mistake and more upset by the response to that mistake. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you made that mistake time to make up for it instead of giving up. Yeah. I think that too, you know, my thought was, okay, you know, a lot of these teams in the USL are a
0: bunch of young guys and so they don't have a ton of experience. And, and again, our team is sort of the opposite. I mean, I don't think there was nobody in the starting lineup that hasn't played in the USL before Velarde got subbed on late and he was our only rookie that was like out there. And so these are guys that have been in this situation before. And my thought was oh, you know, okay, they got the mentality. They're going to be tough. They're going to bounce back. And just like, it was a lot of more of the same where it was, okay, defense gets it. They're just going to play long balls over the top. Hope somebody can run onto it. And just, ugh, yeah, it, it was, it was frustrating for sure. You can't even
2: play in the weather either. I mean, it was like no. high seventies. <laughs> uh, like it was humid, but no. it wasn't like crazy humid. It wasn't like a 90 degree, you know,
0: 95 percent humidity kind of day yeah so I you know I asked uh, on Twitter for people's feedback um, and I don't want this to just be like let's dump on everything I do want to talk about some positive positive parts because there has to be something positive that we can take away from this but general consensus matt polanski said extremely disappointed in the way the defense played there was no pressure on the ball passes seemed forced and players are trying to be fancy with the ball instead of getting it into the box at least mike showed up to an event i was going to omit that part but i knew he'd call me out for not saying it so yes matt i was there big dave said a little sloppy it seemed occasional attacks but no sustained attacks i thought velarde looked good off the bench though uh, Logan said, Hounds dominated possession in the first half, Continue to create chances throughout the game. Defense was caught flat-footed a few times. Overall signs of great things to come, just sloppy execution. Guys, let's talk about sort of great things to come. Because as I, I watched this at the watch party and then likewise went back and watched it again um, Sunday, you know, I tried to say, okay, what – What positives can we take away from this? And I thought the other interesting thing was the the release that the Hounds put out that had Lily's interview and his takes on it. I was expecting it to be harsh, and he came out and said, "Ah, you know, these were two like evenly matched teams that fought it." And Kevin, I immediately thought of you. I was gonna say I would expect that. Yeah, where it's just like you don't kick them when they're down. It's just like you let you know, you don't let them get too high or too
2: low. We're never as bad as we think, and we're never as good as we think. Right? Yeah, it's like it's it's somewhere in between.
0: Yeah. So. Okay, in terms of positives, I um, I I've, I've found a couple of positives. I'll start, but I want us to each go around and say one nice thing about the Hounds from this weekend. <laughs> so I thought that um, – I'll, I'll call out Tommy V. I thought that – so we started Tommy V – in the back. First of all, I love Lily's lineup. Like, when you actually look at it on the screen, you're like, what is he doing? And then, like, it was on the screen and it was on Twitter, and they were like two different things. And then when you watch the game, you're like, oh, okay, this is what he's doing. It was essentially, to at least start the game, it was a 5 1 3 1 where he had center backs of Adewale, Greenspan, and Tommy V. You had Dover and James out wide. Dabo was sitting right in front of them. And then you had Forbes, Santos and Kerr in the middle, and Valesky was up in front of them. And then, um, Second half, we shifted to a 4-2-3-1, where we moved Tommy V up alongside Dabo. The defense just became four, and then you still had the three and one there. I thought that when Tommy V had the ball at his feet and he stepped through from the defense, and we talked about this a little bit last year, when he stepped through from the defense or he stepped through from midfield, he drew players to him, created space for other players, and he was able to open up passing lanes. And that's what you need to do. You need to create some sort of chaos out there where people feel like they have to step out of their position to take you on to create space for other people. And I thought that Tommy V... For the most part, had a pretty solid game doing that and trying to generate chances. So that's that's my. I have other good things that I'll say, but I'll I'll put that one out there and I'll let you guys say something nice. Josh, what nice thing do you have to say?
1: I actually thought Ryan James didn't have a terrible game. He he seemed to be a lot of hustle there, especially for the first time seeing him play for us. Um, he looked like he wanted to be out there. He was doing the work and he was winning balls and chasing him down so i i did like this what i saw of ryan james uh not saying it's like his best game ever it's going to be his best game but it definitely made a good first impression for the season opener it it does annoy
2: me that he's number seven because it just it annoys me that a number seven plays fullback it's just really weird to me (laughs) like i've never seen that before and it's just very like i don't know i'm thinking like are we out of position what are we doing we need to get back um yeah i don't know my thing yeah I think Dos Santos showed enough flashes of what he can be. Like I said, I've never watched him close, um, and so this was the kind of first, yeah, first time I got to see him and, and really study him. And, and I think, yeah, there, there's potential there where he could, you know, you know, you know when like Parks like had flashes where, where he could. <laughs> I what? was waiting no, I, for the comparison. There well, it is. When when he had flashes where he could like run a game for like five minutes i i mean and it seems like dos santos has that within him um and he and, and i think he's more he showed that he's I, I was slightly worried we were just getting a big target man i think he showed he's more than that which is which is exciting so
0: yeah i agree um I guess two other positives I'll throw out there. I thought Toby had a good game in terms of stepping into plays again, sort of cutting off passes before they made it to the defense. There was one case where he sort of covered for James and was one-on-one and sort of fell over the ball, and the, the Tampa player was calling for a handball, and it was totally incidental. Um, but I thought Toby had a pretty decent game. And I thought, you know, we didn't see a lot of Noah Frankie last year but as soon as he stepped on the field, I immediately saw that energy from him that I said that I thought was lacking. He was hustling after every ball. He was going in hard to challenges. And honestly, when he was in there, that's when we started stringing some passes together. And him being in there is what resulted in Velarde getting that shot that went over the net. And, you know, poor Velarde, I mean, that, your first game to put one that high over, it's got to be, mm-hmm. he's, he's not sleeping well. But, like, I thought also, you know, Velarde did okay for his, for his first game, first game jitters. He was, he found himself in the right spot, which is one of those things that, especially early on, you want to see these players doing as they start to get better and better. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a good thing. Um, also, Brett just shoving the guy
1: over. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring up Brett last. Yeah, so Brett coming in at the very end of that game. And I, first off, do we know? Like, I I heard rumors that he might have been injured. That's why he didn't start the game. Do we know if that's the case for sure? I didn't get confirmation on that. No, I, I
0: think we heard going into the game that he had picked up a knock, but I don't know if
1: that's why he didn't start or not. Yeah, Are are you so let's say he is full health. Are, are you surprised he doesn't start? Do you think he should be our starter? I mean
0: like based on the effort that I saw when he came in and the passion and like him reaching around players to get his foot on the ball and stuff like that's what we need. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean,
1: I'd be surprised if he doesn't see more time next week, assuming he's not injured. Yeah. I I was really surprised because I didn't know about the injury for sure. Like I, I heard rumors that maybe that's why he didn't start, but if, if that's the case, okay. You know, I understand why he didn't start, but if he's full health, I expect him to start. I don't see why not. Um, but, yeah, that I, that, that, uh, that push was a little bit unnecessary. I'm just saying <laughs> just, that. that just was a little, a little bit of a risk. Bit. Just a little bit unnecessary there to, you know, yeah. to open up your 70, what? What minute did he come in? It was pretty late in the game. It was <laughs> the just... 80th minute.
0: No, no, no. He was in 63rd. 63rd. No, no, right. yeah. He went on for current. 63rd. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Not 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 as bad. Yeah. Uh, but still, that's a lot of game to play. And then suddenly just start the whole thing out with a, <laughs> a, a shove <laughs> when the ball is dead. <laughs> yeah. He was paying homage to Danny Earls on the eve. That's of, right. I say Fatty's day. That makes sense. Okay, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Good. Good call. Good call. So let me ask you this:
0: the Hound, Say the Hounds are playing Tampa again this weekend. Do you think we see a different result here? N- uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: it also? I don't right? know. <laughs> I I I think
2: yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, let's wait and see how Tampa ends up being. I mean. If, they impressed me. I mean, look, yeah, we we weren't great. But, you know, from 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 what we saw of the highlights last week and what we saw from Tampa this week, you know, I'd be shocked if they didn't make the playoffs fairly comfortably.
1: Yeah, I'm also surprised by them because they're a young team. They're not a very experienced team playing together. I know uh, – I think the announcer said something about it, saying that both the Hounds in uh, Tampa brought back the same amount of players. The difference is, though – uh, Tampa's players that came back from last year were most of them were all signed halfway through the season. So it's not like they played a whole season for Tampa uh, like our guys did. Uh, they played like a little bit less than half a season with Tampa and then uh, came back the next season. So, it, and they're a really young team. It's an extremely young team. Uh, and they lost a lot of their veterans last season. So, with all that in mind, they impressed me for what they have to work with and how young they are and not experienced with each other. So, yeah. And they've won both games so far. Uh, They went to Memphis and won and they won at home. So, That's the one thing that, that crossed
0: my mind as I was watching this was the hunger. And, you know, I mentioned how they just, they seemed like they wanted it more and I feel like, and again, this is like a sweeping generalization, but when you look at our team of players that have all, you know, everybody had played in the USL before you know, you have some of these younger guys, you look at like the red bulls where they have aspirations of going up to MLS. I don't know how many of our guys have legit aspirations of going to MLS versus hanging out in USL. And when you have these younger guys that are like, this is just a stepping stone. Like I got to put on a good show. They're going to go out and fight just a little bit harder than if you're comfortable where you are. And again, this is me just being angry
1: and bitter and sour and, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to agree with you on that one. I, I feel like you know, if for some of the guys who are are stuck in with the hounds, who are very much like like a Kevin Kerr, I feel like the passion of the fans and knowing that there's people that give a crap about you and give a crap about the team uh, makes you give more of a crap. <laughs> and uh, also the fact that it's your team, like you 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 have more possession of that team. Whereas if you're a young guy who's just trying to use the team as a stepping stone, you don't care about that team as much. You all your, you're out for yourself, not for the team. Um, so, I feel like there's a counter to that argument, but maybe both are a little bit of a misnomer and there's somewhere in the middle there. That's fair. Thanks for thanks for talking me back off that ledge there, Josh. I appreciate it. <laughs> no <that>. problem.
0: <laughs> Guys, anything else about this game that we feel is worth talking about? I mean, I I kind of feel like just like leaving it behind us and I my biggest thing with this game is like I really hope that this was just like a one-off thing and we're like okay we got the first game behind us my fear is that it's not a one-off
1: thing and it might be a bigger
0: issue that we might see
1: i'm just super surprised because you know we're a good defensive team at least we were and the fact that we let in two is really disconcerting because that's i'm not surprised about that zero in front of our uh scoring but i'm really surprised by that two in front of Rowdy's because it's it's one of those things where I kind of felt like at least one thing we know for sure is that we're a good defensive team. Yeah. Uh, and letting in two goals, it's just so unlike this team. Yeah. Kev, do you have any other final thoughts here?
2: No, I mean, yeah, I think this just puts on – I mean, you can't really be under that much pressure at the beginning of any season. But um, if we want to end up where where we think we belong, um, you know, it's points start mattering earlier and earlier. Uh, so – You know, the the game against Swope Park is going to be – I mean, you know, you can imagine a scenario. If we lose that game, you look back. Now, granted, one would be a preseason game, but the previous three games would be losses to Swope Park, Tampa, and Ottawa. And, like, that would just be, wow. Like, that's – Wolf. Yeah. Now, obviously, I'm cheating a bit because that's a preseason game. But, um, yeah, it's – once again, yeah, it's all in the context of the next game. So if we go out there and win – Next week by two goals. I think a lot of us are forgetting about this um, about this Tampa game. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the context looks like
0: in a week's time. Just quick correction: you said Ottawa. It's Toronto. They're both they're both Canadian teams. It doesn't matter. But I just yeah, knew people I, would call you out. Toronto. Yeah, so it's yeah, fine. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, eh? Um. All right, so. This Saturday, happier times, right? Hounds travel to take on Swope Park, 5 o'clock, Saturday. So Swope, like i have only played one game so far. They, But they played in week one, and then had their bye week in week two. These whole, like, bye weeks, so it's this is stupid. Like, I get it that they're trying to have a balanced schedule and all of that, but, like, you end up having two teams from the East every week that have a bye. Like, just let them play each other. Heck with it. But anyway, I know I'm going to hear flack for that too. Anyway. They've played one game so far. They lost to the Red Bulls in week one, three to one. Um, the Red Bulls, I like going back and watching through the highlights of this game, it, it always surprises me that I feel like we talk about two teams a lot and how we're just like, eh, you know, two teams. The Red Bulls always consistently are just sort of there, and they're always a new cast of characters, and it's brand new players, and they always
1: somehow show up and have energy and – Look exciting! They're the exception to the rule. They're the exception they are. to the rule because they they have a system that is so down, and it's without or with through their their youth. It's it's all their different teams. They have they have a system that they pretty much pound into their players' heads. So even if it's a two team, they're going to know that system. Yeah, agreed. But so Swope got a
0: buy this past week, so they could fix some things that went wrong in that three to one loss that they had in week one. Guys what should the hounds change if anything heading into this weekend kev what do you think we should change I think
2: most of it, it it's it's not even so much the cast of characters because I think all of them I don't know I mean like you know, going into this game I wouldn't have changed much as far as the starting lineup so
0: but I'm saying after this game no I know <laughs> okay I, but, right.
2: but it's you know it's i I think most of it just needs to be taken place on the on the in in training I mean I we need to get ourselves sorted out. I, I don't know if it is something where Lily teams truly start late and tactics aren't really being drilled into them until the beginning of the season. Which I don't know. It's that's too much happening behind the scenes. Can't speculate. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. So what what has to change? I don't. I I'd say at most we're making two player change. I don't. I don't want to see a huge change here. I mean, I'd like to see Brett in. Um, I don't know for who. I don't know who we're dropping, but but no, they just need to get something sorted out in the training pitch because it, yeah, it didn't look it didn't look like the players were on the same page and it didn't look cohesive.
0: So you said two players. No, I'm intrigued as to who the same player. I know. Player. Well, <laughs> you meant Morton this for is the other. <laughs> we all know he meant Morton. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> yeah. Thank actually. Thank you, Josh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Josh, what are you changing, if anything? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like Brett, if he's healthy, um, he should have with the passion that he came in with, and, and maybe that will light a fire under the other players. So get him in there. Uh, Also, I we've already heard that we're going to be doing a keeper rotation anyway. So, yes, we'll probably see Luban uh, come in, but I don't feel like that is necessarily because Morton's in the doghouse. I feel like, you know, you have to keep that in mind. The only thing here is I, I, I think we could be – I don't know. What what do you guys think?
2: I think if you're Morton right now, and if you get benched for the next game, is there there has to be something in the back of your mind of thinking like crap, like you know what I mean? Like, like as a manager, I'm trying to think like, do you just want him to? Do you want to give him another chance immediately so he can kind of get that bad taste out of his mouth and everyone moves on, or do you make him sit on the bench, stew over what happened last week? and not give him a self to kind of play play his way out of it. You know what I mean? Because I, I think a keeper who's low on confidence is not it's, it's not great. I don't know. I, I, I would almost have the urge to have, try to get that out of him as quick as possible, maybe even start him next game. I don't know. But it's I think it's a tough
1: call. Yeah, personally, I don't think so. I, I feel like, well, one, uh, this could be more of a, you know, they already know this rotation's in place, so he won't have that feeling of being in the doghouse cuz he knew that he would be playing the next game anyway. But that's not the case. Let's say if he was supposed to come on this second game and he does get benched, that's you know, you're an adult. <laughs> you have to realize that this is how it goes with pro sports. You messed up, you get benched unless you can prove yourself in the training ground and uh, make a case for yourself again. So if he is going to make up for that mistake, it has to be in in practice throughout the week, not in the next game. Uh, so that's where he proves himself. I don't think you you wait until the points matter to let a player, you know, have a confidence boost by putting him in there. And that's the only reason why you put him in there. Personally, I don't think so. Uh, the other thing about this game is keep in mind is like there's two ways to spend this. Yes, Will Park had a bye week. So maybe they're going to be a little bit better rested and had more time to fix the problems that they had in the first game. But then again, you know, our bye week didn't help us any. And it was one of those situations where it could make them a little bit more rusty than the other team because they haven't been playing as many games uh, in a row. That means something. And so it's an opportunity for the Hounds to jump into it and uh, be a little bit more, you know, have the rust knocked off the wheels and all that kind of stuff.
2: Do we know if this is their first home game of the season? Did they play Red Bulls in New York? Yes, Uh, they did. Okay. I mean, so that's not going to help us.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's a two-team, though. Uh, This is the one thing about the two teams that I don't feel as – about is Fair if enough, they have a yeah. home game they don't have as big of a fan base showing up uh if, but Swope park i can't since Swope they weren't in with us last season i can't remember if they play in the same stadium as um sporting kansas city or not i don't think I, they do so that, that could help them a little bit that could mean that they have a little bit more of a following and the fact that they don't have the same name uh also helps a little bit just in a, at least in fans perception of the team yeah I think
0: that my one change is I'd like to see us move to a four-four-two, And my only reason being, um, with Valeski and Brett up top, and I think you find somewhere on the field for Dos Santos as well, um, watching sort of the highlights of the Swope Park Red Bulls game, there was literally three to four times the Red Bulls had a one-on-none opportunity where it was literally just somebody running behind the defense. You played a long ball through, and it was them versus the keeper, and that was it. And so there's clearly something there that Swope Park is trying to figure out that Red Bulls were able to exploit. And if you have people like Valesky or you have somebody like Brett who can be running those lines, and if we're just going to send balls through, now you have two guys that could be running through those channels – Potentially get some one-on-one opportunities, and you know who knows, maybe we get two or three that way. Um, I I just feel like the the lone striker, at least the way we played it this past week, it's you're you're leaving them out to dry. There's nothing they could do. You're relying on those three behind them to generate chances and hoping that he's there. But if we're just gonna lob balls over the three and let the one run on them, there, you, nothing's gonna happen. So, yeah.
2: And and I think I mean this this past game doesn't really. Proof of the point that well, but I mean, I don't think we're letting in a lot of two goals a game for the rest of the season. So I think you can kind of take the approach of, you know, if you're Lily, you can tell your players, look, if you go out and score me two or three goals this game, we should win, if not at least draw. I mean, you know, especially if we score three. I think, you know, this could be a bold prediction from last week. You know, I, I think any game where we score three goals, I think we're winning, you know, so... If if we can go on historic precedence of yeah of Greenspan, Adewale, and, and General Lilly teams, um, so yeah, I mean you can also kind of take that approach with it, but yeah. we'll
0: see. All right, guys, score prediction time. Josh, how's this game end up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I picked you because you look so disgruntled about it. <laughs> yeah, he said score prediction. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I mean, I predicted a 0-0 last game, and I still think that is where we're at right now. Um, Has anyone predicted us a, a loss in this podcast?
0: Probably. Hmm. I feel like that might have happened once. We're we're very optimistic homers. Like That's just the way <laughs> it on, is. Come on. We'll say one thing on the show, and then we'll get towards the end of the week and be
1: like, I don't know, man. My prediction is going to be way <laughs> off no I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the zero zero i feel like we have to get through a game without letting in a goal and that's gonna be the focus i know we want wins and i, I feel like lily wants wins he doesn't want a draw uh, and that's why we're seeing that high line that we had last game but just don't let it in a goal get through the whole game clean sheet zero zero kev
2: i one one i actually think we score um but i still think we're gonna let up
0: a goal but I'm I'm saying 1-1 as well. I think that uh, to get one will be good. You get a point. I think maybe we even score first, and then we're going to be back on the show next week complaining that we gave up a goal after scoring first.
1: <laughs> uh, we all uh, bet on a draw, so this means we're going to win, yeah. right? And that's how that's, it works? That's right? how or it works. Right? Yeah. Or, <laughs> Shh. Okay. Ay,
0: yeah, Yeah. Oh, this is a great episode. (laughs) We're really pumped.
1: Season started. Home opener. Or not home opener. Season opener. Woo! Hey, you know what? We got new turf
0: going in, so that's good. Like, old turf rolling. up. It's looking good, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They got it all torn up, and it looked like it uh, went super fast and uh, without issues, so hopefully the rain stays away and they can just get this in real fast. Somebody asked on Twitter, and I don't know
0: if the hounds have considered this or not, but they asked if they could have a piece of the old turf. And like, I know when they took down civic arena or melon arena, they sold off pieces of like the aluminum shell that was around the outside of it. If they were selling a piece of the turf, would you pay 10 bucks to get a piece of the old turf? Like to have it in your house?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's just pieces of plastic. Uh, <laughs> I might
2: I might consider it. What would, you, what would you do? Would you frame it and like put it like I'd probably end up in wall? a
0: drawer somewhere. Like I probably would never look at it again. Oh like. well, yeah. <laughs>
1: i mean if it was presented I, if it was just like a loose piece of turf like literally just like a slab of turf i would probably be like no nah, i'm good but if they were actually to put some effort into it maybe put it in a frame something like that made it look like something or maybe like a, a little display case box type thing like then y- you got you, me maybe a plaque I was gonna say, but if you're doing a plaque
0: you're talking like 25 30 bucks at least And are you gonna pay 30 bucks for turf and a plaque
1: if they put that much in, uh, effort into it, yeah. Okay. I, I feel like if, if they're just like, hey, do you want this piece of you know plastic? I'll be like, no, nah, I'm good. Because <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put all that effort into it. So if if they put the effort into it first and then try to sell it to me, I would probably buy it. A, cup, a couple of rubber pellets like fall out as they <laughs> hand it everything. Yeah, as they hand it to me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's
2: going to get all over the house. I'm just picturing myself. I I will say this before before we move on too much. I I think you know while we are pretty down, I I am still optimistic. I mean, one game isn't going to knock out all the optimism in me. I I stand by. This is a good group of players. Lily is a good coach. I mean, we will figure this out. Um, But yeah, it was just an unfortunate that the season had to start off this way.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer. I have considered starting the show, just being like, "All right, well, let's pack it up. Let's look towards 2020, guys. It's, it was a good <laughs> season. It's over. Oh, uh, the plight of a fan. You're always the lowest of lows or the highest of highs, and yeah, that's why we're fans. That's why we're fans. Yeah. Exactly. Um, guys, I don't think there's anything else going on there's there's a number of things that are going on behind the scenes that we will share uh sooner rather than later some pretty cool stuff actually um, that we're pretty excited about um the uh the stickers with the new I, i won't call it the new crest but sort of the 2019 crest for mongols started going out during the full 90 this past week liz passed them out um if you missed the full 90 make sure you go check it out it was a bit of a downer but uh i think one person just went boo
1: (laughs) yeah that was phil he literally just wanted to get a sticker so he's like i'll be on the show boo (laughs) okay give me my sticker (laughs) so yeah i actually
0: i kind of like the design like i think we might have to put that design on a t-shirt or something i took my sticker and i stuck it on the side of my helmet that i wear while i'm skiing um yeah it looks pretty sweet so uh so yeah if you want a sticker um we actually we have to get them out to our patreon followers and uh we are gonna be doing something for patreon followers as well we promise i know we keep saying that we need to share what it's going to be we have it in the works we just need to finalize it and then we will share information with everybody um but yeah if you want a sticker and you're not a patreon first of all go become a patreon follower if you're not a patreon follower um Get yourself on the full 90 and you'll get one for free. Just share your thoughts with Liz. It's always a lot of fun. And uh, we always appreciate the insight. And we appreciate the insight that anybody shares that we end up reading on the air as well. Um, yeah, it's just like I said, we like to think of this as a water cooler and that, you know, we aren't just, you know, the three guys that are always
1: hanging around the water cooler by ourselves. <laughs> um, if you want a sticker, you can also write to the post because that's right. About how they're terrible for not covering the hounds. And then uh, see me and I'll give you a sticker as yep. well. Yep. We're doing that. So uh, so keep an eye on social media. We'll share information on that as well.
0: Otherwise, I think that's it. Um, guys, yeah, I, I have no other words. Thanks for our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves. Official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US soccer. Get custom scarves through your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. If you're looking for more great river hounds news head over to bgn.fm click on the hounds logo you can follow us on twitter at mongols email us at mongols at bgn.fm at mongols pod on instagram head over to itunes subscribe to the show leaves you i always say itunes but i get it i get a sense that people listen on itunes but people listen to a heck of a lot of other places as well so wherever you listen to the show if you can rate it thumbs up whatever we appreciate it it helps people find the show so you know absolutely if you like what we're doing
1: do it if you don't like what we're doing
0: Do it anyway.
1: (laughs) Let us know why and share. That's a big thing I feel like. Uh, Share it to other people. If you know someone who likes the hounds, let them know about this podcast. They might not know about it. It's a great place to get information because there's not many out there, as we know, Post Gazette. Uh, So, yeah, (laughs) they need to get their news somewhere. Why not from us? Absolutely. Guys, let us know what you thought about this one as well.
0: And uh, thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.